0: Hello,
1: and welcome to Married Married Muggles,
0: Muggles, the podcast where we, as a married couple, read the Harry Potter books together.
1: My name's Aaron, and I've never read the books before.
0: And my name is Elise, and I have read them multiple times.
1: Join us on our reading journey by listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you like to listen to podcasts. Please do us a huge favor, rate, review, and subscribe.
0: Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Married Muggles, or send us an email at marriedmugglespodcast at gmail.com.
1: If you send us a question, comment, or unknown spell via email or social media, use the owl emoji at the beginning to let us know you're sending an owl.
0: Thanks so much for listening,
1: and enjoy this episode of Married Muggles.
0: Good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon. Happy Sunday.
0: Tis Sunday for us, tis not Sunday for you. (laughs) It could be. It could be Sunday for you.
1: There's a one in seven chance.
0: Not this Sunday, this October eleventh. Yes. Because you are in the future.
1: (laughs) Yes. Welcome to Married Married Muggles. So we're recording today on. Would you say the eleventh? Yeah. October Mm eleventh. It's not going to be Friday the fifteenth this October. What? Friday the thirteenth is what I meant. Right. Yeah. So welcome. Uh, Mm. We are here to yes.
0: Um, (laughs) it's a beautiful fall day out. The leaves are really pretty here in New Hampshire. They're changing and they're all kinds of different colors. So it's very pretty.
1: Indeed, very nice. Nice mm-hmm. day on our back porch recording.
0: Yep. And also, you may hear our chickens.
1: We'll see. <laughs> yeah, they're cackling a little bit. But we are here to go over chapter twelve, potentially thirteen, but most likely just chapter twelve, which is the polyjuice potion.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. poly juice. Yep. Are you ready for some owls?
1: I'm ready. Bring in the owls.
0: Bring them in. It's unusual
1: to see owls flying this time of day. Right, right, right. They never discuss that in the movies, do they? They don't. I think they just kind of go for it. Yeah. they should be pigeons during the day. (laughs) Owls at night. (laughs) They should transfigure from
0: pigeons to owls. That's a good idea. At dusk and dawn. Oh. Either way, here it comes. Thank you, owl. So sweet. Here's a mouse to eat. Yeah, ew. Uh, Our first, so our first two owls are both from our friend Karen. She was saying how last week's episode with the polyjuice potion, you wanted to do it to dead people to use use it to turn into a dead person. Do it to dead people. I was (laughs) turn into a dead person. (laughs) I was
1: curious if you could use a polyjuice potion to transfigure into Into like Albert Einstein.
0: Sure. So she was saying how she'd be curious, like if you did that. How you would look. Like, would you look like them in that current state of being dead? Or,
1: like, in their prime? That's a good question. You know, like... My guess would be somehow uh, the magic does, like, carbon dating. To know mm -hmm. at at what point, at how old they were. Because we know from, you know, this chapter that it, it essentially creates the version of the person.
0: As they currently are.
1: Well, oh, uh, good point. So there's no way to know if it does as the person currently is, or the carbon dating method, because both would be the same in this case.
0: Well, yeah, like with yeah, as we see in this chapter, it's not like Harry and Ron turn into Crab and Goyle when they're like five years old.
1: Well, because the parts that they get, the hair that they get, is from yes. right. right now.
0: Right. Crazy, yeah. creepy, weird.
1: So we have to do some experiments, Karen. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) Good question. Her Hmm.
0: other owl is that she's wondering if it would be really cool, or it would be cool, if there was some sort of magical anatomy book that goes into magical medicine, like the whole Skelegro thing and um, just different ways that there's magical medicine in this world. Just to see how it works. I thought that was really cool too, actually. Especially like, so I think I've mentioned before, I'm a yoga teacher. And not that I'm super into like anatomy necessarily, but it still is interesting to learn about how the body moves and works, especially being a, for me, I'm a prenatal yoga teacher. It's like with magical medicine, it'd be cool to see how different potions and spells affect the body. Like again, with the Skelegro, do you get a whole new skeleton? (laughs) The answer I would think is yes, but... Like with because you're regrowing your bones. Sorry, Aaron just gave me a confused look.
1: <laughs> well, I don't understand what you meant when you said when you get a whole new skeleton.
0: Oh, like with skeligrow Like if you like we were talking about how if you lost all the bones in your body, with skeligrow you'd be getting like a whole new skeleton.
1: Oh, and we were trying to figure out if it if it gives you your old bones back or if it just right. makes a new skeleton. Like if
0: it knows how to replicate your
1: right. There's a lot of interesting bones. <laughs> well, we'll pay attention, Karen, to see if there's any kind of. Ma- magio biomagical there I think that's the right word biomagical, biomagical <laughs> textbooks that yeah. they refer to in the books but uh, good questions I like, yeah. I, I like the scientific aspect of the questions
0: Yeah. and then our dear friend Matt over at Peace Love Grapefruit uh, confirmed which again we see in this chapter but the polyjuice potion does allow size change because last week you were saying like oh well like can you you know use the polyjuice potion to become like a person who's bigger than you or smaller than you and i had to kind of not reply <laughs> because i didn't want to give it away
1: gotcha okay yeah well i mean obviously now i know that that is the case right right not it was only funny because
0: it... he texted me that and i was like i know that
1: <laughs> well it's cool because you also learned that any type of at- it's not just physical appearance it's attributes too hmm. Harry doesn't use glasses mm-hmm. when he turned into... I forget who turned into crab and who turned into Goyle, but...
0: Harry turns into Goyle, and Ron turns into crab.
1: Okay, so I'm just trying to think of anything else. So if you're, like a, a, did like, a world-class athlete, then you'd actually have their attributes. Well, now, what about intelligence? doesn't change.
0: No, because, like, Harry is still of his own mind. Huh. And so is Ron, because he's getting all hot and bothered about... Well, we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, interesting. It's interesting, for sure.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Owl. Appreciate it. On your way. On your off your pop. Off your pop. <laughs> We've been watching the Great British Baking Show. They came out with the, coming out with new episodes. So good.
0: Off your pop, little Owl. <laughs> and we're back.
1: Okay. Following up will be the improved. 2.0 Dad's summary. Alright, so chapter twelve. I think it's called just Polyjuice Potion. Yeah,
0: the Polyjuice Potion.
1: Chapter twelve is Polyjuice Potion and we start the chapter. Harry's about to enter Dumbledore's office or is that the mm-hmm. kind of at the top. It's kinda somewhere of the it's kinda cool that it starts off with the spiral escalator. hmm Which is kind of a neat idea. I know. I'd be sick. Uh, and I like it was funny to Sorry, this isn't the summary, this is actually getting into it. Real quick. Though that J.K. Rowling said that at the top of the stairs, Harry was somewhat dizzy. And I thought that was perfect, because I was imagining trying to go up a spiral staircase and not knowing how many floors it was, and I would definitely be dizzy. So I was just glad she pointed that out. Yeah. Okay, so Harry goes into Dumbledore's office. I, I actually don't even remember why McGonagall took him there.
0: Because of the whole Justin flinch Fletchley, They found him <laughs> in the corridor with... Justin and nearly hit the snake.
1: Okay, so it was right after that. Yeah. Alright, so he goes in there, essentially gets to observe Dumbledore's office with all sorts of silver trinkets with little puffs of smoke coming out of them, and then he sees the phoenix, which bursts into flames, and the ugly little baby phoenix comes out of the ashes. So gross. And he finds out that Dumbledore's been watching him, essentially, <laughs> during the whole thing. And it's not an interrogation, Dumbledore is just kind of probing... Harry to see if he has any information he wants to share with Dumbledore and Harry does have information he wants to but he decides to not share anything I noticed too I was just looking over writing the summary that that's kind of where it ends it doesn't say how Harry leaves the office what Dumbledore says after that it just says
0: let me see because so I don't really remember either I know Hagrid bursts in yeah it just kind of ends with him saying no there isn't anything you know, worrying him. Right. Just interesting.
1: So Harry doesn't let on that he's been hearing voices or anything about what he's doing, which I don't know why he doesn't trust Dumbledore yet. Either way.
0: He's never really had many interactions. At this point, he hasn't had very many interactions with
1: Dumbledore. Pretty important ones, though.
0: Sure, but I think there's still... He's 12, you know, so I think there's still kind of like this... True. He's nervous about what he's been learning yeah. this year. Yeah, that's fair. Potentially about himself and everything.
1: That's fair. That makes sense. So we move on from there. Ron and the rest of his siblings, Jenny, Fred, George, Percy, they all end up staying at Hogwarts for Christmas instead of going to Egypt.
0: Mm-hmm. I think they're going to go visit Bill because Bill does the um, Gringotts, working Gringotts there go. in
1: Egypt. That's what it was. So all the Weasleys stay back, and apparently they have the run of all Gryffindor, and they can play Exploding Snap, (laughs) whatever that is. Uh, Definitely requesting some help, anybody. What is an Exploding Nap? Who are Exploding Nap? Snap. What?
0: (laughs) Exploding Nap.
1: Who said Exploding Nap?
0: You said Exploding Nap. (laughs)
1: Exploding... no idea. Can you
0: imagine exploding <laughs> like nap. Exploding nap. Like what? You're your just pillow like blows taking up. Taking a nap and then like your bed explodes. But like <laughs> not in like a super violent like everything is destroyed kind of way. But like it like springs you out of bed.
1: Or just forces you to have a dream where there's a gigantic explosion and that's how you wake <gasps> up. So they're all having fun doing that. They have to for the polyjuice potion figure out how to get a piece of. Goyle, Crab, and what's the girl's name? Millicent Bulstrode. Millicent Bulstrode. So they're doing that because they need that for the final part of the Polyjuice Potion. They pull it off, but Hermione can't join them to go figure out what's going on in Slytherin House, where Crab, Goyle, mm-hmm. and Draco are. They get the information they're looking for. They find out that Draco is not the Slayer to Itherin, and he doesn't know. The Slayer to Itherin? <laughs> Slayer, oh my gosh. I'm a little tired. The heir to Slytherin. Or the slayer to Itherin.
0: Yeah, yeah, me either one.
1: (laughs) And we also discover that Harry's father is in kind of deep doo-doo and owes... Ron. (laughs) This is going to be a rough one, folks. (laughs) Arthur Weasley gets fined 50 galleons, which, are those the gold coins? Yeah. A lot. Couldn't they barely spare, like, one last gold coin for something? How's that going to work? That's ridiculous. But we do find out that Lucius Malfoy, where he's hidden all his contraband, so we get that information as well, and Ron's going to tip off his dad. Yeah. I hope this happens, because that'd be satisfying. Uh, So they get the information, they go back, they find out that Hermione thought she had... Millicent Bolstrode's hair, but it ended up being her cat or somebody's cat. Mm-hmm. And Hermione looks like a cat. And has to go, you find out in chapter 13, but she goes to the infirmary and she's there for several weeks. Pretty sure that wasn't in the movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it. There's, I think there's a deleted scene about it. Mmm. But yeah, no, there's... <laughs> Sorry,
1: I didn't watch the deleted scenes. No,
0: I, I think I've, I may have seen it,
1: like, once. But that's where we end the chapter. They got the information, Hermione... Has to get rid of her fur face, (laughs) furry girl. But I thought it was really nice that who is the nurse?
0: Oh my god, (laughs) Madame Pomfrey.
1: This is the first time I've been reading these books. Okay, and they—I don't think they ever say her name, or maybe they do a couple times in the movies. I can't remember everybody's names.
0: I know, I know.
1: (laughs) But I thought it was really cool how they say that you know she never really asked many questions about. How these kids end up in these predicaments?
0: Right. How uh, can you? I mean, honestly, like, think about just just what Harry, Ron, and Hermione are doing throughout their time at Hogwarts, and then tack on their, like, couple hundred other t- students who are also, like, doing weird stuff <laughs> with potions and spells and... Do you think she tells Dumbledore, though? I don't know. Because if she did, he'd probably have to throw out a lot more kids. I don't know. Yeah. Unless
1: it's one of those, like, HR things mm-hmm. where you can't, you can have the information, but you can't use it. Right. You know? Who knows? But that's where the uh, the chapter ends. Mm-hmm. So let's go back to the beginning and delve into Elizabeth Warren's bathroom. <laughs> Uh, that's it's not where we start the chapter. Beautiful clothlet tub and just <laughs> old moldy toilet. U- let's let's delve into, into the, the, U- bend. the U bend of Elizabeth Warren's toilet.
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, so McGonagall brings Harry up at the beginning of the chapter to Dumbledore's office. It's never really clear like what sh- what happens to her. Like Dumbledore's kind of appears and then she's like, what? She just poof gone. Bye bye. But it's it seems like a very interesting place with all kinds of gadgets and whatnot. This is also where Harry sees the sorting hat again.
1: Oh, right. Sorry, just going back to what you said. Didn't Doesn't she go and fetch Dumbledore?
0: Yeah, but then, like, we don't see her again. Like, it's not like she's, like, good luck Potter or, like, walks out. Right. She just kind of is, like, poof.
1: Yeah, probably turned into a cat and jumped out a window. That's true. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she likes to take the laundry. Ooh, Dumbledore's laundry chute. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs>
0: got oh, lots of candy, in <laughs> candy in the
1: pockets. Candy in the pockets.
0: <laughs> so Harry puts the sorting hat on. He's kind of, he's curious. Like, you know, the first year it was all saying to him how he would have been done really well in Slytherin. So he's curious again to see if the hat kind of is still going to confirm his the, the decision to put him in Gryffindor or put him in Slytherin. It kind of reiterates that Harry would have done well in Slytherin. And Harry's just kind of like... And, like, takes the hat, throws it off, sort of, and puts it back. Um, I feel like – I i don't know. I feel like in that sort of situation, I'd probably do the same thing of, like, if I felt like if – if I was put into one house and then was told by the hat that I would have been better in, in a different house that's kind of, like, got an evil undertone to it, I'd hmm. be curious to see. <laughs> well, I mean – but, uh, yeah, just to kind of see if it would – give me that same result again.
1: I think it's interesting that it's a sorting hat. The sorting's already been done. Right. So unless the hat, you know, is it just an enchanted hat or somebody put a spell on the hat? Or is there like some, does the, does the hat kind of have a a spirit or a soul or something to it?
0: Mm. And I, like, I'm curious too, because after the hat says like you could have done really well in Southern, Harry immediately... Pulls it off and puts it back. So it's not like it gave the hat, he gave the hat really a chance to say, but I do still stand by the fact that you belong in Gryffindor or whatever. So it's interesting to, to I thought that was interesting. And I kind of wish that Harry had maybe kept the hat on to see if it, but again, I know that's part of the story is like, right. <laughs> but the hat didn't tell me that because <laughs> I took it off too fast. But after he puts the hat on is when he sees Fox. The Phoenix.
1: One one question about the hat. Do you think there's other sorting hats? No other um, magical hats. Sorting no stop. <laughs> other <laughs> sorting pieces of clothing like, like sorting socks. Like sorting socks that tell <laughs> you, you know, don't maybe... put this color on. Don't no, maybe maybe pants. where you should travel to, or you know, certain sports that require you to use, your... or like dancing, like just anything related to your feet. Like the sorting hat sorts you by your brain kind of your personality right. right so maybe there's other things like sorting glasses sorting sweater anything and sorting sweater tells you which
0: coffee shop to go into as well as which book to bring what coffee to
1: order wait i do not understand where you went with this
0: like a coffee like a sweater a sorting sweater you put it on and then it says like go to this coffee
1: shop so what's it reading is it picking up your stomach vibes <laughs> that was the whole point your heart pick, is it, your head up your heart <laughs> your heart so sorting vest sweater is a lot covers a lot of things yeah maybe you would determine if i don't know
0: or like a sorting beanie Cause like hipsters wear beanies and they like to go to coffee shops and read obscure books who knows <laughs> put the sorting beanie on or again the glasses Put on your sorting glasses to tell you which coffee shop to
1: go to. I'm sticking with the coffee shop. I I, I think you just want to go to a coffee shop. (laughs) I do. I haven't been to... i been able to sit in
0: the coffee shop room.
1: I'm trying to think of like, again, the sorting socks to determine something that's related to your feet. Just like the hat. Something related to your head.
0: Maybe like sorting workout pants to tell you which sport to do or what workout to do.
1: Yeah. Or, or, Or 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 gloves. Right? To which, tell you... which house
0: project, outside house project you want to do <laughs> for you.
1: <laughs> oh, boy.
0: That'd be fun. You could really roll with it. We you should could. just, like, do, like,
1: a bonus episode of, like... Uh, we could probably make these things and sell them. <gasps>
0: just add some magic thread to them. Yeah.
1: Okay, I apologize. Back to the phoenix. Fox yeah. the phoenix.
0: Fox the phoenix. So, yeah, so he's, like, which would be so cool to see a phoenix like this. I mean, again though, never mind. Maybe because Fox looks real bad, real sad, really like patchy. Looks like a what was it? Like a uh, overdone turkey or something like that.
1: Something I, I don't like remember. Overplucked what it turkey. Said. I don't know, but it looked. He looked rough. Fox how, looked rough. How big is a phoenix? Cause I imagine it looking like a vulture for some reason. I would think so too.
0: Like a not quite like like a vulture, but the size of a vulture.
1: It's an imaginary bird, so I have no idea what it looks like, unfortunately. We have no reference. And the, we're looking at the picture in the book right now, and I don't think that's what a phoenix looks like. It looks like a goofy swan. Yeah, exactly. I always thought phoenix was like more of like an eagle-type thing, mm-hmm. but not here.
0: But then, you know, so once Fox bursts into flames, that's when Dumbledore decides to like come on in. And he's like, oh, it's fine because Harry thinks that maybe he's the one that like set the bird off to burst into flames which again with all of the yeah right? all of the things that have been led up to this point I would also probably feel the same way but yeah so he kind of reassures Harry that a fox is fine and will be reborn and that's when we see the goofy little baby bird emerge from mm, the ashes. ashes cute cute
1: what do we learn about phoenixes uh, the quiz time pop quiz pop quiz one Something about good luck. Right? Nope. What? Good fortune? No? Nope. I know they can carry heavy loads. Yep. Oh, poop. <laughs> they have healing powers. Healing powers.
0: And they make very faithful pets.
1: Faithful pets.
0: Yep. Got it. So it's very fun. Um, Does the feathers have healing powers? We don't know. We don't learn that yet.
1: Well, I didn't know if that's what it... Oops. We're fine. It's right here. Right here. Here we are. Right. There we go. Here we are. And right here. Their tears have healing powers.
0: Okay. I wasn't sure. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Your tears have healing powers. I didn't
1: know birds could cry. I didn't either. If you hit him hard enough.
0: Aww. <laughs> no. else do get him
1: to cry. It's so bad. Tell him a really good bird joke. Right. And cry. Which is like, enough with the bird
0: jokes. But Hagrid then bursts in to say, that he's like, frantic about letting Dumbledore know that Harry did not do what he did because he was, had just been talking to him in the hallway. Which seems like so long ago. <laughs> but... Uh, Dumbled or Hagrid was talking to Harry in the hallway before Harry stumbled upon Justin and nearly headless Nick in which Dumbledore says that he agrees and he he also agree- thinks that Harry is innocent which is nice Harry feels very relieved on that so we're getting more of kind of the Harry feelings that you were looking for yeah. before oh and I
1: think the chapters are much more interesting because yeah. of it
0: so I think that Hagrid at this point leaves because he's like and he's got the dead rooster in his hand still <laughs> yes. you know, whatever well, Yeah, whatever yeah why
1: why has he got that thing everywhere
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just always carrying that sort of Freak. <laughs> this is when Dumbledore also asks if there's anything Harry would like to tell him. And Harry, kind of like in his mind, is spinning through all these different things that he's thinking about that he wants to tell Dumbledore. But then doesn't. Which, I, I, yeah, that I, would be so hard. Because there are so many things that kind of, again, implicate that he could be the heir to Slytherin. And I think that he's just afraid to tell An authority figure who might possibly, like, confirm his worst fear. You know, especially because Dumbledore right now is, like, the most powerful wizard in the wizarding world. And so I think if Dumbledore was like, yeah, you're right, I think maybe you could be the heir to Slytherin. I think Harry's afraid of being kicked out of Hogwarts. Especially because he's never had what he has at Hogwarts. He's never had friends. He's never felt like he belonged anywhere.
1: Well, there's a lot of things, too, just... Not only that, but he's got the scheme with his friends right. to get more information. So there's a lot of stuff he probably would like to share, but just it's not really. To, I, I get it. I get it. So yeah, so Harry says no
0: despite it being yes. And I think, especially like the parcel tongue thing, that would be really freaky because it's not like Harry can go to Ron and Hermione really for many answers about it, but Dumbledore would probably know more about it to kind of reassure him if, or even let him know if that's something that's common if it's something to be concerned about or
1: well i was just thinking now wouldn't snape probably be part of this conversation too since he's the head of, head of slytherin
0: yeah that would probably be really helpful because then yeah like he would
1: he was there too
0: yeah and i don't know if like
1: Can, is, is snape
0: parcel mouth no <laughs> he's not not that we know of, okay Not that let me know of. Um, But no, I don't think that's ever part of it. But, like, I wonder if the heads of house have to, before they become heads of house, if they have to, like, learn the history of their house. I would imagine. I would think. Maybe not
1: have to, but that's part of the reason how they got there is being knowledgeable.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, and just, like, understanding the history and kind of the culture of that house so that they can best lead those little students into the world.
1: Yeah. That. So that's it with yeah. Dumbledore, though. Yeah. Kind fun. of uneventful, except Harry lying. gets to see his office. <laughs> Harry lying and gets to meet a phoenix.
0: Yep. The burns in front of him. Yeah. Just crazy. That's what they do. But yeah, so after that, we, the, you know, the kind of that scene, quote unquote, ends. So we get to where the students are all talking about what happened to Justin Finch-Fletchley, and also just like with nearly headless Nick, and this is freaky, cause yeah, like with nearly headless Nick, he's a ghost. And somehow he was petrified by this thing. And that would definitely be freaky as a student to be, you know, like, it's kind of one thing at this point now for one of their own, like one of the other students to be petrified because they're alive. But for a ghost, you know, all the students are kind of freaking out about that. Yeah. Can't say I blame them. And no one wants to stay at Hogwarts for Christmas.
1: <clears throat> Except for the Weasleys, Crab, Goyle. And Malfoy. Malfoy. I always forget his name. I for- well, actually, you know what? It seems like I forget everybody's name, doesn't it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I need flashcards. Or just a poster in yeah, front of us to read them. you should them. have like a poster With in pictures here. of everybody. That would be funny. So, alright. Yep, so everybody decides to stay for Christmas break. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly the flow
0: well, oh, so before Christmas break even happens, Fred and George are kind of playing up the whole Harry being the heir of Southern, which I love this part. I think it's I know, hilarious. that's really
1: nice. They're good. They're kind of like older brothers for Harry.
0: Yeah, they're like, very dangerous wizard coming through. And, he, and it's actually kind of a relief for Harry because they're, they're obviously making fun of the fact that people even think he could be right. the heir of Southern, So he, it definitely makes him feel a lot better, but... Yeah, they, like, walk in front of him, kind of, you know, just making a total scene whenever he walks to classes or anything like that. Does so. they say they
1: wave garlic around his head? Yeah,
0: exactly, yeah. All these different things that they're doing and very, very funny to
1: to think about. No, they're cool. They're definitely cool.
0: Yeah. Definitely making him, again, feel better about his situation.
1: <laughs> this is where we go, right? Is it, is it... I don't remember what comes first. Them getting crab and Goyle's hair because
0: well, it's Christmas Day.
1: Okay, they do do it on Christmas Day. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what <laughs> I Like,
0: I don't know if I'd want to do this on Christmas Day. Like, I want to be just having fun, opening presents, and like watching people open their gifts and stuff. I don't want to be turning into somebody else.
1: <laughs> Boy, I don't know. Especially That's someone that you don't cool. like a lot. Yeah, there are a lot of things about that would be weird.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so they open their presents and everything. On the morning, so Hermione somehow gets into the boys' dormitory, which I'm always like, how does she get in there? How's she allowed? She's not allowed. She's not, but yeah, but
1: she somehow she gets in. Well, is it hard to get in? I thought there were just two different stairwells because they're all in the same, all the same common room. I don't think there's like a password door or anything like right. that to I'm just supposed to follow them rules.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Percy's yeah. been slacking. I know, right? Where do you think Percy is right now? That hmm. you missed.
0: Editor Elise here to say that at this point we thought that something had tried to get into our chicken coop and get our chickens. So I think right now would be a good place to stop and do a quick commercial break.
1: Folks, a little scuffle in it, and the chicken run. Yeah. Oh, right. Where do you think Percy is? That he's slacking and doesn't know what's happening here. Mm. Probably <clears throat> polishing his prefect badge.
0: <laughs> Who knows?
1: <laughs>
0: yes, they. So. Harry gets another one of Mrs. Weasley's lovely little sweaters, and he gets his presents and whatnot. But Hermione's like all business; she does not want to mess around because the Polyjuice Potion is ready.
1: It's ready. It is ready. She's been asking, asking, ax, adding, asking, adding, adding uh, lace wings, wings. Mm. to the potion to get it finished up, yeah. and they're they're ready to go. So. Right, they go back to Moaning Myrtle's bathroom, they just hear whimpering, I can't remember if she plays an important part here, I don't think so.
0: No, so yeah, I think they go back just to kind of maybe finalize things, and then they go to the Christmas feast and everything, they have a good time eating all together, so I guess they have like the separate houses still. And that doesn't seem like there's many people. I don't know why they all just don't eat together. But then again, it's like some Slytherins and Gryffindor. They don't want to be together. And then Herm- oh, Hermione tells them their plan. Her plan about the cakes. <laughs> like putting a sleeping draught in the cupcakes. Or cakes. Plum just, cake?
1: There's plum it's like cakes. a chocolate cake. There's plum cake. I think it's chocolate. Would you like to make a wager? I would. <laughs> I bet you want spaghetti squash. I
0: bet you a pumpernickel.
1: <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Here we are. Right here. Here we go. Right. Found it. It's right... There it is. There we go. Here we go. Right here. <clears throat> Why? It's just chocolate cakes. I could have there's plum cake somewhere. Oh! Oh! <sighs> oh. I was wrong. Why? Why not that noise? <laughs> Why not? Okay, two dog cakes. That was not that important.
0: Nope. So. Uh, spaghetti so, squash is yours. Uh, thank you. Well, yeah. Yeah, I got spaghetti squash.
1: <laughs> and a pumpernickel,
0: apparently. So, there's that.
1: You don't get a pumpernickel. Sure. I would have got a pumpernickel. It's before.
0: fine. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Hermione gives the boys the cakes to, like, put somewhere for Crab and Goyle to find. So, they do that. And... Grab and go eat the cakes, and immediately you're just like, oh no, and just flop to the floor. And then they're just stuffed into a broom closet.
1: I know. <laughs> and they only take dark. their
0: shoes, like they know that these kids are like much bigger than them. But they, well, I mean, then they'd have to like undress them. That's a lot. So they just take the shoes. But Hermione has spare robes from somewhere.
1: The the laundry. The laundry.
0: She La- snuck in and got them. So she's a who creep. Knows. But yeah, so they they. Knock themselves out. I think that's hilarious that they just, like, stuff them into a closet.
1: Well, and I, I think he said something along the lines of... Or J.K. Rowling said something along the lines of, you know, they ate, you know, smugly, smiling or something. Yeah. And then fell backwards without, the ex, like, the expression not even changing one bit.
0: Oh, no, I think that there there was, like, a dawning. Like, they had, like, a dawning on their face of, like, huh, I feel a little tired or something.
1: <laughs> Double down on this one?
0: Mm-hmm. I wager... Uh, chicken egg.
1: I would do galleon. I don't
0: have any of those. Read it for the folks at home as well.
1: Oh, I know I thought plum. She held up two plump chocolate cakes. I mm. thought it was plum chocolate cakes. I was like, must be a British thing. <laughs> ah, nice. Then, without the smallest change of um. expression, they both keeled over backward onto the floor.
0: Don't scare the birds. <laughs>
1: I think I scared the chickens. Poor chickens. But yeah, that is dark. They knock them out. They drug them, <laughs> and then they shove them into the a closet and steal their shoes and take their hair.
0: And I, it's just like funny to think that, like, after that, like, there's no mention of the fact that, like, they're like, we don't know if they're like, Yo Malfoy. We got stuffed into a closet and our shoes were gone
1: i, I well, i'm imagining that afterwards they're probably too embarrassed to, true that they, they, they would have no idea they just passed out and they woke up in a closet right no <laughs> without idea shoes yeah
0: So okay hey. yes yeah, so they take the potion or they they go back after they've got the hairs which again it's just gross to think about drinking some like no one wants to drink something with hair in it anyway
1: or lace wigs or lace wings, lace wings. or anything lace wing flies. there's a lot of gross stuff in there so but that's potions and they all turn just like a gross brown and they stink and they taste bad yeah
0: so they all take the potion and they all well they all go into separate stalls because they're like you know the people they're changing into are bigger than they are so they go into the separate stalls and like they all feel like they're gonna be sick which yeah same that sounds gross it's like that probably would feel really nasty and Harry describes, like, just feeling like his insides have become snakes. And, like, yeah, boiling wax.
1: And... Yeah, his skin starts to turn to boiling wax. So kind of cool. Gross. It sounds like it'd be lively.
0: <laughs> yeah, just like, what's what? happening? Uh, and, again, this is, like, the, the gross part of this chapter. Like, every yep. chapter has something gross. Yeah. So here we are. So, yeah, they all take the potion and, like, Harry is so kind of impressed with I, I would think with how good the polyjuice potion worked like it works and he looks just like goyle. He starts making expressions in the mirror and thinking oh when Ron is you know comes out in his crab he's like thinking about something and or, one of them is like has the expression of thinking and the other says like I've never seen <laughs> <laughs> this person
1: think before. Fun. How do they get into Hogwarts? How do these two dumbdumbs get into Hogwarts? Probably
0: cuz their maybe their family has money
1: yeah i don't know <laughs> but this is the cool part again where harry had to take off his glasses because yeah his vision was actually good right now
0: right so right. kind of
1: going back to what we were saying before it was interesting like what attributes do get changed and which don't
0: mm-hmm. but hermione does not come out of the stall we don't know why yet um we know later it's because she's turned into a cat
1: <laughs> pretty much <laughs> but... yeah
0: and it's, it's like so funny that it happens to hermione You know, you would kind of expect something like that to happen to one of the boys, but it is sad because she would probably be the best person, obviously, to be on this mission, but she's, you know, she's a little overconfident with her hair that she got.
1: I think we can deduce here as well that Hermione did not grow up with pets because Mm. you can tell a cat hair
0: from from a a human. human hair.
1: right? And I don't, I'm assuming that the girl that she wanted to get the hair from had long hair, yeah. So, just poor performance, Hermione.
0: I know, right? Get We're it together, disappointed.
1: girl. Really disappointed.
0: So she tells them to like go ahead. They do. They don't know where the heck they're going. So they just kind of are like wandering about, and they run into Percy, <laughs> like try not to give themselves away. Um, when they start to panic, Draco finally finds them and brings them down to the Slytherin common room, which sounds depressing. Because just like a dark dungeon with green lamps, which no one looks good
1: in green light. <laughs> sounds snuggly to me. You slithering. <laughs> well, the lamps are green. It doesn't make a green light.
0: Well, I mean, like, I would think if the if the lights were, like, are the light shades green? Because then still, like, it like emanates some green light. Maybe
1: a little bit. But Either way, green light sounds cool to me.
0: Well, that's good know. that you're in that house.
1: <laughs> I know. Nice and dark and yeah but yeah we we get the information from malfoy all the little tidbits
0: mm-hmm. we see yeah we see the, the clipping from the daily prophet about arthur weasley being fined for the car and he's like going on and on about purebloods and dumbledore and harry and essentially just give again he's like not subtle in the fact that he's jealous of harry and that he's basically just a talking puppet from his parents of, like, the Dumbledore's too senile or whatever to be the headmaster. And lets in, you know, muggle-born kids and he wants it to all be pure blood. Blah, blah, blah. And that's when he says that he wishes that he knew who the heir was. Because good old Lucius seems to know and doesn't want to give him any details because it'll look suspicious.
1: Right. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to get a, a little glimpse of what that little friendship looks like between the three boys and
0: like malfoy crab and goyle yeah yeah it seems like it's just malfoy talking the whole right time, and they just maybe like grunt and listen yeah <laughs> it's just he's such a narcissist i
1: feel like, like just loves to hear himself talk did we did we learn i'm trying to remember in the beginning of the book as far as the stuff that lucius malfoy might have stored in the uh, his little secret compartment. I don't remember where it they said it was. There was a hatch or something somewhere. It was like
0: under the drawing room. But wasn't floor. it like
1: yeah, poison or something?
0: Yeah, he's like having poison for muggles specifically, it seemed.
1: That's what he went into that shop asking. Yeah. yeah. That was like way in the beginning. That was like chapter one. Right. Movie. Book.
0: Book. Chapter, yeah. First for a few chapters.
1: It would be cool to be at Draco's... House. Sounds pretty neat. Be
0: a fly be Dobby.
1: (laughs) To be honest. Uh is it it somebody said at work that the new term is gonna be would have led to been a fly in Pence's head during that conversation.
0: (laughs) During that debate. And just to see what's going on. (laughs) Get a front row seat.
1: But Yeah, so we got that information. You know, other than that, you kind of got the things expected. That yeah,
0: like he hopes that Hermione's attacked next.
1: Oh, was going to eat that, right? And then, you know, uh, Ron's hair starts to turn red again, and his, right. says his nose starts to get longer more, longer and pointier or something like that. Yeah. So they run out of there, and they say that it was something they ate, I think. He's got an upset stomach. Right. Right, they go back, and then they find uh, Moaning Myrtle is getting a kick out of Hermione's misfortune.
0: Right. Poor Hermione. I do feel bad for her, but yeah, I mean, it's like cat hair and human hair is pretty different.
1: Yeah, and if you're doing, if you're going through all that trouble, they've been working on this potion for weeks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I wonder... Yeah, mixing... So do you think she shrank too? Do you think she... (laughs) It's like somewhere between the size of a human and a a cat?
0: Well, so, because she says like the Polyjuice potion isn't supposed to work on people so like in the movie she's Wait, still you mean animals oh yeah sorry the potion isn't supposed to work on animals it's so, like in the movie she's still like her size but she's a cat or like she's got fur all over her so yeah. she's still like a person but she's like a tail <laughs> and like the ears and like fur all over her face yeah
1: but i would imagine that if this she wasn't a cat she had fur in her face but they never said how big she was i would imagine she would have shrunk That would be weird. Like, a human just kind of growing hair on their face and having whiskers and a tail. Like, you've seen people dressed up like a cat. It's not that big of a deal.
0: Yeah, we used to live near Salem, Mass, so we've seen a lot of people dressed up as a lot of things.
1: (laughs) But if an adult or a... Well, I guess she's not an adult. She's a young adult. You know, now she's like the same size that she was when she was like three years old and (sighs) had like a cat face. That would be weird. That would be really weird. But no, I think that she stays the same
0: size. it's not like they describe her being smaller. I know. It's too bad. Yeah. It would have been
1: much more interesting. It would
0: have been really weird. But that's where we end the chapter.
1: Yeah. Kind of fun. Kind of a fun little, you know, it is cool to think about the things you could do with a Polyjuice Potion. Mm -hmm. And now that we know, you know, thinking about Harry's, his vision changing, like, so again, if you do, if you transform into a world class athlete, are you just as athletic as they are
0: i would think so because like i mean if you're just you're in strong, their body
1: well you, the coordination though a lot of that is mental but you would keep a lot of the same muscle memory right that'd but, be weird yeah you like, know like same like, bolt Usain,
0: i was just gonna say yeah just to, arnold schwarzenegger
1: <laughs> that was the other one i just thought of yeah too funny be well crazy. arnold schwarzenegger you need hair from when he was like 25 years That's old true.
0: but st- i mean he's probably still like
1: i'm sure he's strong but yeah
0: but not like as strong no. like Tom Brady although we, we, what no. why
1: would you want to be Tom Brady yeah especially now that he's a traitor at any point <laughs> out of all the world class athletes Tom Brady i don't know you just have a big fat face <laughs> no <laughs> oh boy yeah polyjuice potion is cool like i don't know why they wouldn't just make that again for fun and to use on i don't know
0: right turn into fred and george oh my There's god so many things you could do turn into fred and george
1: Wait, cuz then there'd
0: be two Freds, two Georges just creating havoc. Fred and Fred and George and George? Yeah. That'd be really cool.
1: See, that would be fun if you did some sort of prank where you had everybody in a classroom, you know, take the polyjuice like maybe uh who who is the ghost professor? Bins. Bins, if you somehow got a hold of his DNA so everybody looked like Bins when he was still alive. Can you polyjuice into a ghost? It said it only works on humans. I don't think That's ghosts true. are humans. Well, They're also, also what, what do you get from a ghost? <laughs> their, their
0: vapor. Their vapor?
1: <laughs> She's like a vacuum? Yeah.
0: You Turkey-based? You could turn into Snape.
1: He would know what's going on, though. That's true. His potion, essentially. That's true. That's true. true. Oh, Gilderoy.
0: Oh, he would love that. Totally mess with him. Gilderoy Lockhart would love that.
1: I don't know. Now he's got competition. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Either. Fun to think about and talk about. Um so what else from this chapter is interesting i mean i did read chapter 13 as well we just Mm -hmm. weren't sure how much time we'd have but you know and i think i remember from the movie who the heir is kind of but it is interesting to find out that it's not draco and he doesn't know who it is i can't wait to see what happens to lucius because i don't remember what happens to him if there is an investigation yeah because i would imagine he'd get in pretty deep doo-doo maybe arthur will be redeemed we'll find out but yep. other than that i'm trying to think of what more there was oh i know what i was gonna say again i wrote the note where is harry's invisibility cloak because this would have made things so much easier
0: yeah i know because they could have like ahead of time scoped out where the southern common room was they could have
1: Not had to shove Goyle and Crab in a closet (laughs) after drugging them.
0: They could have just snuck in, like, yeah, after somebody or whatever. But nope, they had to, yeah, exactly, give (laughs) drug to other students. Shove them into a closet and steal their shoes.
1: Yeah, it would make so much of this easier. Yeah.
0: I think maybe because, like, they can, I mean, at this point, they can fit all three of them, I believe, underneath the cloak. But, like, so it's a lot of people to...
1: Well, just even one of them, you only need one of them. Right. Like, I understand that you still needed to look like Crabbe and Goyle to get Draco talking. Right. Or I guess you could just eavesdrop enough.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's probably what it was, was, like, because they were Crabbe and Goyle, Draco is more comfortable. You know, it's not like if they had the invisibility cloak, they'd probably have to, like, wait a bit and be in on the right conversation rather than just being more direct with it, with the approach.
1: But even, like, being Harry, you know, he's so afraid of being seen at the wrong place at the wrong time. Just walk around everywhere in your invisibility cloak and just kind of duck around a corner, take it off, and pop out. So that way you can't get blamed for anything. Right. Or have it with you all the time, so if you do stumble upon something terrible, throw the cloak on right.
0: so <laughs> nobody finds you. <laughs> right,
1: exactly. I don't know. It, it, I feel like I understand that she put it in the first book, so that's done. There's nothing you can do about it. But have it's just it get
0: underutilized.
1: L- well, no, I was going to say at least have some sort of little backstory to say that it got lost or he, they've, you know, it was still in the Dursley's closet under the stairs. Just something because.
0: Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just like it got buried in the bottom of his trunk and he just forgot about just it.
1: Just something. The Whomping Willow got it when the car crashed. But I mean, really, they could have been using this a lot.
0: hmm. Oh, yeah. No, for sure.
1: So, oh well.
0: Naughty, naughty children. Joan. Yeah. Joanne. Joanne. Joanne Rowling. Any big takeaways from this chapter for you?
1: I mean, other than what I just said, not really. This was another kind of things just happening chapter.
0: Yeah. There's um. not. A t- yeah. In the beginning, we get like Harry's thoughts and feelings, but not really at the end, I guess. Yeah.
1: Going back to the Christmas thing, like how they stayed there at Christmas, as much as I would love and probably always prefer, like being younger, having been, you know, with family and everything, because Christmas is always a nice time. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be really fun to spend Christmas with your friends too. Yeah, that'd definitely. be probably really neat.
0: Yeah, I agree that it would be really cool to spend Christmas with friends instead of going home sometimes. Like, I mean, obviously, yeah, same with me. Like, I would definitely prefer and probably wouldn't ever choose to stay home, like, with my friends unless I had to. Just because I am very traditional with, like, holidays and stuff. But
1: Yeah. like, I think more like college. Everybody goes home before Christmas break. But how cool would it be to do, you know, like, kind of two days of Christmas with all your friends in college and then go home and do Christmas.
0: Yeah, because I feel like it was always like, you know, you finish your finals and everything and then it was like, you just pieced as soon as you could. I feel like there were some, ta- some times where like, I think I would spend, like I would have a final and then the next day I would maybe stay the whole day and then like leave at night to go home. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I always slept as late as I possibly could because I hated being... <laughs> I did not want to be the reason to say goodbye. I wanted somebody else to have to yeah. leave.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, maybe I did the same thing. I, I think it was it was always nice to be at campus and just hang out and not have to worry about tests. Yeah. And then kind of like just take your time moseying home.
1: Usually the reason you had to go home was because there wasn't food in the cafeteria or they yeah. were doing such a bad cooking, good job cooking it. it. was. Yeah. It was terrible. Oh, man.
0: College pasta is no good. <sighs> Not good at all.
1: That was just the other thing. also gets me excited for Christmas and, you know, it'll be nice. I don't think this year is going to be a normal Christmas, but it sure will be nice when we do have our, yeah. hopefully next year.
0: Well, it's also nice, like, you know, we have a kid now, so it's, that makes it even more fun having Christmas and Thanksgiving, like getting to see her doing holidays, you know, or just ha- like starting those traditions yourself and everything. This has nothing to do with Harry Potter, but... Yeah, just getting <laughs> <But> just... <laughs> excited for
1: Christmas and... Yeah. Not doing things socially distanced, not having to be any more careful than normal. Right. Yeah. Which
0: may or may not happen this Christmas, but... Mm... let will see. Yeah. Who knows?
1: But other than that, depressing note. <laughs> right. I guess the nice thing here is that at least Harry's been... What's the word I'm looking for? Kind of released from responsibility because Dumbledore Dumbledore knows he's not guilty.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So that's good. At least he's got that.
0: Yeah, I think he's still obviously stressed about it and I think that he's still there's still some anxiety over the fact that he still there's still the possibility of him being the heir to Slytherin, but I think having that notion from oh, that's Dumbledore.
1: True. I didn't think of that how after they discovered from Alfoy that it wasn't him, that it could be Harry. Right. Didn't even think of that.
0: Yeah. So I think, I mean, I think it reassures him that Dumbledore doesn't think it's him.
1: No, not that it, not that Dumbledore doesn't think that Harry's the heir to Slytherin.
0: Oh, but he didn't attack Justin. Correct. Right.
1: Maybe, I don't know. I'm kind of getting lost in some of those details now that I think about <laughs> it more. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just want to, well, I know what happens in the next chapter, but I'm, you know, excited to do the next episode and then also the follow We're getting close to the end of the book. We've only got... Yeah. Well, I guess we're not that close. It's just a bigger book. <laughs> and we still got 100 pages, so we're like two-thirds of the way through the book. <laughs> so that's that. We're just going to have to see what happens here. Chapter 13. There was some fun stuff in yeah, Chapter 13. definitely. Other than that, those are my takeaways. Anything new that you noticed reading this chapter for however the nth time?
0: <laughs> I think this is my seventh time reading this book. Because the first and second, I I think I've said this before, that I read them to Lydia out loud. So I've read those one more time than I've read all the other books. I think, actually, no, this is my fifth time. I can't remember. Either way. I think, I don't really know. I don't think there really was anything, any takeaways that seemed to really stand out for me. Hey, good chat. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I I think, like, it's always interesting to, well, no. You know what? I think the Hermione thing... It's it's always kind of, I feel like I've always maybe glossed over it a little bit the fact that she turned herself into a cat, but thinking about it more, it's like yeah like that that was a kind of rookie mistake. Rookie, yeah, for her especially for her mind because she is so smart and you'd think that she'd kind of, know and recognize maybe that again like you said maybe she's just had never had pets before but you'd think that you'd recognize that a hair was. Not a human hair. But that was probably, probably about it. Again, this the, like this chapter did have some stuff happen in it, but I feel like it's stuff that you just... A lot of it is in the movie. Yeah,
1: I agree. So, it was some subtle differences, but... Right, right. Yeah. It is, I'll say you brought up Hermione again, just this book for whatever reason, and again, maybe because she's been targeted as a mixed blood, right? That she's uh, just Muggle-born. Muggle-born, right? That, you know... She's been a little more brave about everything, going into Gryffindor, the boys dormitory and Yeah. Again, the idea to knock out crab and goyle and steal their hair. Right. And <laughs> stuff them in a
0: closet and steal Steal
1: laundry and she's a thief. Steal potion ingredients. Yeah. It's kinda cool though. She's yeah. she's evolving. She's maturing.
0: Right. It is cool. Mm-hmm. Well, and Harry and Ron are definitely like a kind of a bad influence on her, <laughs> which they admit. <laughs>
1: but now it's kind of the other way around she's pushing them to break a lot of rules and everything
0: right right yeah, The other kind of like are you sure this is gonna work yeah because i think in the chapter harry is kind of like concerned about the fact that the plan just has so many things that could potentially go wrong right but really the only thing that goes wrong is just that she takes cat hair <laughs> instead of human hair in her potion Yeah,
1: she takes the brunt of it yeah so far right
0: that's about it yeah it was a good chapter. It's, you know, good, again, exciting things to come for sure in this book. So, and we already, you know, both of us have read the next chapter. So we know that there's some exciting stuff in there too.
1: Very good. Well, you going to, do you have a birdie bot flavor for the day? I'm trying to. My,
0: my birdie bot is onion.
1: <laughs> onion.
0: <laughs> and not like in a way. just because like last night we, so yesterday we went down to my parents um, for the day just to hang out and everything. And my parents have, a uh, What's it called? The big...
1: It's just the... Like a
0: flat grill iron? Iron? I don't know.
1: I don't know what you would call it. Skillet? It's a giant skillet?
0: Giant skillet thing. It's like
1: imagine a grill, but instead of having grills with flames underneath, it is just a flat piece of iron. It's like what they do hibachi on. Yeah.
0: But they do fried rice on it, and it's really, really good. And then, But you put fresh green onions on top, and I like onion. So I put a lot on and then just like the onion flavor just lingers for a long time. <laughs> so I still feel like I have, I, we also had eggs with onion this morning for breakfast. So it's just like perpetuates the onion flavor. But again, I like onion. I just, do I necessarily want onion flavor in my
1: mouth all the time? No,
0: but it's a nice reminder of dinner with family. Okay. What's yours?
1: Mine today. Probably just kind of like pine shaving. <laughs> just kind of like a woody day just kind of like refreshing outdoor it's it's a breezy fall day and i feel like pine just reminds me of a lot of things there's pine needles out i love that smell of dried hot pine needles Mm. Uh, crackles nice in a fire yep um we've also got chickens and we use pine shavings for that so it's just
0: kind of (laughs) you know
1: pine flavored day (laughs) that's a bit yeah not pine pine shaving big difference oh my god big difference (laughs) That's it, folks. Hope you enjoyed the listen.
0: Yep. We hope you had a wonderful week and enjoyed this episode. Feel free to follow us on social media, at Married Muggles, on Instagram and Facebook. You can send us an owl there or send us an owl via email to marriedmugglespodcast at gmail.com. And tell your friends about the podcast. If you know a bunch of other Harry Potter nerds, let them know so they can come over and join our little... Friendship group. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and uh, tell all of your non-American friends if you have any.
0: Yeah, (laughs) just, we like a diverse pot. (laughs) Indeed. All right, well, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. On Married Muggles. Stay magical. Bye-bye.